Hello and welcome to this episode of VOR. Dear listeners, this is episode number three of VOR or Raja Podcasts. The good news is that you can find these episodes on our channel on Telegram or on our website www.rajaims.ir Okay, let's get to our business. The first part, short story. Once upon a time, two friends were walking through the desert. During some points of the journey, they had an argument, and one friend slapped the other one in the face. The one who got slapped was hurt, but without saying anything, wrote in the sand. Today, my best friend slapped me in the face. They kept on walking until they found an oasis, where they decided to take a bath. The one who had been slapped got stuck in the mire and started drowning, but the friend saved him. After he recovered from the near drowning, he wrote on a stone, Today, my best friend saved my life. The friend who had slapped and saved his best friend's life asked him, After I hurt you, you wrote in the sand, and now you write on a stone? Why? The other friend replied, When someone hurts us, we should write it down in sand, where winds of forgiveness can erase it away. But when someone does something good for us, we must engrave it in a stone where no wind can ever erase it. Don't value the things you have in your life, but value who you have in your life. When someone hurts us, we should write it down in sand where winds of forgiveness can erase it away. But when someone does something good for us, we must engrave it in a stone where no wind can ever erase it. Don't value the things you have in your life, but value who you have in your life. The sponsor for this podcast is G-O-D. This sponsor has paid and will pay us as much money as we need, even in millions and zillions. Not only money, but also everything. He just expects us to be good and help other people and he's always available. Our sponsor is G-O-D, or God. Oh, 
Allah the Almighty. Allahu Allah. Protect me and guide me. Allahu Allah. Oh, to your love and mercy. Ya Allah, don't deprive me from beholding your beauty. Oh, my Lord, accept this plea. Okay, dear listeners, we are back. For this part, I have a special guest, Mr. Pasbani. Hi, Mr. Pasbani. How are you? Hello, Mr. Panahi. I'm fine. Thank you. Good. What have you got for us today, Mr. Pasbani? Today, I'd like to have a grammar lesson with a joke. A joke? Yeah, a hilarious one. Uh-huh. You know why the skeleton didn't go to the party? Didn't go? Why? Because he had nobody to go with. Oh, God. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Here we have nobody. That sounds obviously like nobody. Um, nobody and nobody. Oh, nice. You know, a skeleton has only bones. It doesn't have any skin. It has nobody, right? It can also mean he has nobody, no one or no person to go with. Um... Actually, the double meaning of the nobody, huh? Okay, uh, the question is how and when we can use no. We can use no before a noun to mean not a or not any. For example, I have no Thursdays free this term. Um, I think it means you do not have any Thursday free, huh? Yeah, another example, I called but there was no answer. Not an answer. True. Mr. Pasmani, the question is that is there any difference between singular and plural? For example, which one is true? I have no brothers or I have no brother? No, they're the same and both of them are correct. One more question. When should we use no? We use no in two cases. The first one, is at the beginning of the sentence. Um, can you make an example? Mm, for example, no two days are the same. Here we can say not any two days are the same. No, we can't. Or this one, no tourists ever come to our village. The second case is when we want to make a negative idea stronger. Mm, you mean to emphasize negative ideas. Yeah, for example, I can't get there. There's no bus. Stronger than there isn't a bus. Yeah. In speaking, we often stress no. For example, sorry, I can't stop. I've got no time. Oh, thank you very much. It was great. And um, any other points? Uh, nobody, nothing, no one, nowhere. They are used in similar ways to no. We use them to refer to an absence of people, things, or places. We use them with a singular verb. For example, there was nowhere to park the car. Or another example, I saw nobody. Um, which is more emphatic than I didn't see anybody. Yeah, exactly. Uh, nobody, nothing, no one, nowhere are compound nouns. And in the next episode, I will explain compound nouns to you. 
Thank you, Mr. Pasbani. It was great. You're welcome. Uh, Mr. Panahin, can you make an example with this grammar? An example? Uh, let me think. Uh, there is no teacher better than Mr. Pasbani, huh? Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, um, uh, uh, actually, it was an example. <laughs> it was a very good example. Thank yeah, you. That's it. And thank you. In fact, you are the best teacher. Thank, thank you. you very much for your participation. Thank you. Dear listeners, please stay with us for the next part. My friends, welcome. Are you ready to learn another idiom? I bet you are. First, let's see if you remember the last episode's proverb. Do you remember? Yeah, that's it. When life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Now let's go for the new idiom. As you all can guess, the idiom is related to our beautiful short story which was about friend and friendship. Friends have great effect on us and they can change the way we think or change our whole life. So we should be careful while choosing them. I remember that once I started a job and I wanted to quit after some days but my friend talked me out of it and that job turned out to be the best one I have ever experienced. Here's a point my friends that I'd like to make. When you want to select someone as your friend, be careful that a friend in need is a friend indeed. A friend who stays with you during hardships and helps you and gives you support is going to be a good friend. A friend in need is a friend indeed. This is the new idiom. If your friend helps you out when you face a problem, he or she is indeed a good friend. Keep him or her near. You can also test your friends by creating a fake situation and asking for their help and see if you were right about them or not. Alright, this was our new idiom. I hope you find it useful. Until next episode, take care of yourselves. Dear listeners, thank you for being with us. As the final part, let's listen to an advice by Will Smith, the famous Hollywood star. Thank you and goodbye. We tend to base our self-esteem on what other people think. And that's not really self-esteem. Self-esteem is supposed to be how we feel about ourselves. And I was just saying how dangerous it is to 
allow other people to determine how you're going to feel about you. And it's kind of like looking into a broken mirror. You're going to look in a broken mirror and then change your face to try to look good in this defiled, busted, broken mirror. Roger, Roger. Roger.